Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to a very special episode of the Stabcast, the Sun Sphere Tactical Attack Brigade's Star Wars Legion podcast. We had a chance to interview Mike Barry, coming from the Notorious Scoundrels and the Fifth Trooper, about their new narrative Legion event called Stormtide. It sounds really interesting. Uh, Will, Tim, and I all met on a separate day outside of our normal recording schedule to talk to Mike. Ryan was not available. I will say that when we recorded this, we thought it was going to be a week where Tim could not join us because he was in Florida, but then schedules got rearranged, Ryan slept through one of our recording sessions, and so we decided to push things a little bit. So to sound a little bit odd, if you're listening to our normal Wednesday episode following this one, uh, it's going to be a little odd, but it's okay. Like, everything's perfectly fine. So without further ado, here is the episode. We have the wonderful Mike Barry here of Notorious Scoundrels fame, Fifth Trooper fame, who has been working on a project. Is that correct? It absolutely is. It's it's great to be here today. Um, I think I think this is going to be a fun conversation to have. It's we try to make every conversation fun, even when it's full of nonsense. Which with three of us, there here, you go. It's full of nonsense. I'm sorry you have to deal with all this, but you wanted to be here. Welcome to the fun yeah. zone. Hopefully I can add my own nonsense to your You asked to be here, remember that. We can just build that. a big pile of it. You asked for yeah, this. Yeah, I did. <laughs> if you arranged this time with Tim, he conveniently forgot to tell me. Because 20 minutes ago, I was in a Mexican restaurant That's eating garbage. chips. And Tim's like, hey, Ben, are you showing up at 6 o'clock? I was like, garbage. I, if you Guess scroll up in the chat, I mentioned it before, but that's besides the, the point. <laughs> wait, wait. So so you so, gave up Mexican food to come record a podcast? Yes. Well, yeah. But I'm going to go back to the Mexican food after this podcast. <laughs> Did you? Wrong. You I mean, left Don Gallos for this? <laughs> yes, I left Don uh, Gallos for Don this. Don just up oh. the road. You can walk. You poor I know. That's, that's a sacrifice that I Did give for this podcast. I gave up my Mexican food. That's more than I'd give. Well, I hadn't actually gotten to the order part. I just had the chips in my tea. So. Oh, wow. Chips in the tea? Wow. So, the tea. Mr. Barry, please save us. What have you brought to us today? <laughs> We've done the thing. Yeah, so um, today we were looking to talk about the Fifth Trooper's newest uh, product that we're kind of... Uh, have developed and are bringing to the Legion community. You know, in the past we've done some mats, some mortar tokens. Uh, this time we're doing something a little bit more unique. Uh, we have built a uh, unofficial narrative Legion campaign called Stormtide, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, is this a shameless corporate bid in order to have um, Asmodee FFG buy it out from underneath you, or just to have them steal it from you and give you no profits? So, frankly, if, you know, um, either of those things would be fine, but neither of them are the end, end goal. Um, <laughs> you know, you know. Um, As always, the goal of so, all of us is to sell out, you know, of course. You know, that's, yes. I'm going with the deep pull here. There was some concern with the Armada fans that they had basically ripped that campaign out of some Armada fans' hands. No. <laughs> you know, I mean, look, I, so the way I feel about this, and this is maybe tooting my own horn a little okay. bit, is that uh, I sort of feel like we've done it so well that they couldn't really rip it off us Ooh, without <laughs> w- without uh, Tell it being worse. L- yeah. Listen, we do not Spit toot fire. our own horns on this podcast. <laughs> we are we do not do that in this podcast at all. We break each other's That's horns right, on we, this podcast. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's okay. All 10 Armada fans out there well, will get real upset at that. It's fine. So. Ooh. 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 Well, you know, uh, the Heroes of the Tory Cluster, the cooperative gameplay for X-Wing, is a very huge popular fan piece they've been looking at trying to get Asmodee wow. to publish officially. But people so, love it. Huh. I mean, like I said, before we, before we poo on the thing, I love the idea of a narrative campaign yeah. for legion 
we were playing Imperial Assault and we were looking for a game like Legion, but they hadn't come out yet. I was like, well, we could take these Imperial Assault figures and move them into groups. And <laughs> I think I have enough of them in this box to pull that off. And then Legion appeared. So I love the idea. And I love the model that you set forth here, Mike, is that it's multi-month or multi-quarter. Is that right? Like kits that are coming out every quarter? Yeah. So so the idea here is that you're going to get a box every month. And in that box, there's going to be two scenarios for you and a friend to play through. Um, And there's going to be a bunch of other things in that box. But basically, you're going to get two missions per month. And you're going to play through them with whoever you've decided to play through this campaign with. And when you finish the missions, you'll go online and you'll enter the results and it'll impact the narrative in later boxes down the line. Right. So, you know, yeah. So you, you know, you guys might be fighting against each other and Tim wins game one and does something really cool. And that may have some like significant repercussions for everyone playing Hmm. the narrative campaign in like box five or six. Okay. So it's, it's, you're not just buying it and opening it. You're also changing it down the road, basically. As a player, yeah, I'm as a player, Ab- absolutely. So we're gonna, you're not only gonna change it, but we're gonna have like leaderboards online where, um, you know, you can kind of be ranked in like part of your team. You'll have there'll be like a kind of like a victory point tracker sort of thing, okay. um, and depending on if you know if you gained more victory points than most people play in your faction, you'll look, be higher up the leaderboard and things like that. Clearly, this is like not supposed to be super competitive this is more of a oh yeah i'm on the leaderboard fun sort of thing but Um, but the point being is that i could be better than ben and i think that's the real thing to take away from it's hard pressed historically i think you've beaten me twice historically you let me get advanced positions and hostage exchange while i was playing rex so gentlemen gentlemen it was granted that one of those times was only this past week granted but still i wasn't gonna date you (laughs) well we just listened to ben's one-sided bat rep of that in this episode (laughs) (laughs) but anyway so yes so so leaderboards i I will say i really like this model Um, i really like the idea as a grand total whole there's a huge part of this community that doesn't make it out to tournaments yeah and we call them the beer and pretzels crowd and there's nothing wrong with that like these are people who enjoy playing in their rec rooms and their basements in that place their their man cave where or lady cave where they keep it and so this sounds (laughs) perfect for you and a buddy or for you and a child or you and a spouse who play together yeah yeah um, to really have some fun and also get into the wider online community that was definitely what we were trying to accomplish with this to some extent. The way that this is geared is it's really for just about all audiences. Like if you're just into kind of like casual beers, beer and pretzel stuff, like you're going to have a great time. But also as far as like the rules and stuff are concerned, like competitive players, I think are going to find that like the missions and the packs and stuff have been developed by people that play competitive Legion. Right. So the nuts and bolts of them are pretty sound. He means him. Yes. <laughs> he, he, I do mean me. Yes. Um, and, that's okay. You know. That's okay. That's who I want building these things. That's okay. Yeah. So I think competitive players are going to enjoy the fact that it's still going to feel like a competitive game if you want it to be. But yeah. the Beer and Kretzel's Proud is also going to be like, this is just fun because there's so much stuff going on. And like, I can sure. play with the, you know, I can play with my lat and not feel bad about it, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the old yellow. Why would you say TV? something so bold but correct? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a place for it. Yeah, just the not shelf. the shelf or game. Well, yeah, and and I think by the twenty third rolls around, there will be a couple command cards spoiled, and I actually I'll talk about one of them right now that we we talked about on um, the scoundrels episode this week. So 
Um, there's a command card in the first box that you get um, called Armored Assault, and it's a generic card that you can take if you're playing an armored division, and if you guys are curious okay. about that, we can talk about it. But basically, um, it allows you to issue an order to a heavy support unit, and it gives that unit barrage, steady, and a name token that turn. Oh, God. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. I've, uh, spicy, go right? On, but slower. Yeah. Say it slower. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, one, that card seems super spicy. Yes, it does. But I think you have to tell us what uh, an armored unit is, because you said something about a heavy support. Yes. Yeah, so um, one of the things that you're going to find with you and whoever you're playing this with is when you open up the first box... Um, before you even start playing through the campaign, there's a bunch of kind of setup criteria um, so that you can basically build out your list and, and figure out like how the campaign is going to start. So one of the things that you're going to do when you open up this box is you're going to basically get a spaceship that's yours and you get to name, you get to like name the people on it and stuff. But one of the more, important parts of it is you get to choose what type of battle force is stationed on board that ship. So um, there are three different choices you can make. Uh, one of them is the armored division that we uh, that I talked about in reference to this command card. And it basically, it emphasizes heavy support units. And okay. by choosing this division, your force organization chart changes for your missions. And um, you get three generic command cards. Um that are usable only for your division, one of which is this armored assault card that gives a heavy support unit barrage steady and an aim token for a turn. Are these... You have already given us more than we ever got in our Age of Rebellion yeah. RPG. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's... Oh, man. That's a low blow. Throwback. That's an accurate blow. That's... Yep. Oh. I, I really like this narrative because there are some people who say that Legion isn't military game enough for them. And I like that flavor that kind of expands out into the Star Wars universe, but still has that kind of kind of what the historical miniature game guys are always trying to do. Like they, they like their models to be a lot more specific in what they're doing. Yeah. And, yeah. And creating specific scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So um, the ar the armor division is one of three that you could pick from. There are two more. Um, I'm not sure if we'll have talked about either of them. Um, no, we don't want to spoil everything. Well, I mean, I, I can say pretty confidently that that one is geared towards maybe like masses of troops. Okay. So uh, you know, kind of imperial it's guard CIS style way. or CIS no, clearly style. the clone card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drowning in clones. <laughs> Well, speaking of clones and CIS, will you have a division in your game? Like, will there be a, an early sequels and then a, a, a primary trilogy? Or how are y'all dividing up those those campaigns? There? Early, yeah, I like so the terminology on that is key here. Non-IP infringing everyone. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, so we were very, when we set out to do this, we definitely wanted to make sure that um, we were not infringing on any intellectual yes. property developed by Lu you know Lucasfilm, Disney, etc. Basically what's going to happen is we're going to kind of you're going to pick your battle force and then we're going to pick up all your units and send them kind of to a new world that we've uh, designed and built a new ourselves. dimension. So if you yes. want to play, you know, Rebels versus Republic, that's a thing you can do. Not a big deal. The narrative will give reasons to some extent for why those things will happen okay. but okay. a lot of that will be the initial backstory as to like 
why you're fighting your specific opponent is kind of left up to the players to decide when they open the box, right? Like, why am I fighting, oppo- you know, the the Republic is, is up to them. Right. Um, but, but as the narrative goes on, we will fill in a lot of the gaps. Cue the Mortal Kombat theme. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so you've mentioned this before uh, in other places, but do you always fight for this, the length of the campaign or, or however long it is? Do you always play against the same person? So, like, if Will and I split a box and uh, our other friend Seneca and Ben split boxes, can we kind of swap out opponents or is it, am I locked into fighting Will? Sure. So, um, it's definitely designed with the idea in mind that you're probably playing the same opponent. With that being said, the boxes are completely modular so that if, you know, you play through box one and you play box one against an opponent and maybe they're not interested anymore and you want to jump into box two with someone else that's already completed box one that's totally something you can do like it's not gonna like jazz it up um (laughs) the the narrative is built in uh three box installments so each each three boxes is kind of like a mini story um, and there's like a grand overarching narrative throughout all the boxes. Um, but each each three boxes is kind of supposed to be its con- contained thing. So if that was a thing that you wanted to do, I would recommend, you know, may- maybe um, you play against one player for the first three boxes and then you guys like pair off okay. and switch Makes for sense. the next three or something like that. And just to clarify, too, these boxes are sealed, right? So you don't know what's in them from session like when i get everything in front of me i won't know what's in every single box because they're all going to be sealed separately not to be opened until x time right so um yeah so when you get the box for say month one um you're so we're planning on uh kind of shipping this in august so you in august you'll get box one you'll okay. open it up there will be a bunch of stuff and there will be two sealed envelopes in there in okay. each one of those sealed envelopes is one of the um kind of like mission bundles um, and you play them in a specific order and so you'll you'll build your army and all this other stuff and then without knowing what the first mission is going to be and then you'll open up the first mission and you'll Mm. kind of have to tailor what you've built in preparation towards this list um or towards this mission and and so in each box you're never gonna know exactly what's coming next because everything that's coming immediately next is in a sealed container that you don't open until you actually deal with it i love that i love that i do absolutely love that stop me if there's anything i'm asking that you can't answer but (laughs) are players working from a limited roster of units you said or is it like you have one list and you're bringing it each time kind of thing that's a great question. Um, so the answer to that is uh, you are going to, at the beginning, uh, when you open your first box, you're going to pick that division that we talked about before. Right. And then you're going to be able to pick 1,200 points of ah. of stuff from whatever faction you choose. Um, I uh, encourage people, you know, use official factions if you want to use a homebrew faction like this will work with that um just bear in mind that like if we ever have like a storm tide event uh you might not be able to use like homebrew stuff in it just due to balance concerns right right but yeah so you're gonna pick 1200 points of units and then in it units and upgrades i should say um and then in addition to those 1200 points you actually get this cool 
unique unit in addition to that called the Stormtide Commander. Mm. Ooh. And is he your dude? I mean, is he, he's your person. At first, at first you threw you threw some water on me. I was like, oh, I'm going to bring my Gungan army. And you're like, well, maybe. But if you have an event, you can't use your Gungan army. It's like, all right, fine, fine, fine. But uh, <laughs> Not until the Gungans are official, then. So, but if I get a Stormtide commander, what's Someday. the Stormtide commander doing? Yeah, so there are two minis in this bo- in this first box. that um, uh, I think we've previewed at least one of them on social media, probably both of them on social media by the time you hear this. Um, so there will be one miniature for each player in this box. Each one is supposed to be the Stormtide Commander. You can use whatever miniature you'd like to be your Stormtide Commander. The Stormtide Commander is supposed to be whatever character um, you want to be leading your battle force, whether that's... Uh, a kind of a personification of who you feel like you would be on the battlefield or maybe a character you have made up in your mind. This kind of was born out of the idea of, you know, like Warhammer has these characters that uh, are kind of generic characters that you can name and kind of like put on the battlefield and they feel very much like yours, right? Um, Legion doesn't have a lot of characters where you're like, this is a character that I came up with and is is mine, you know? And so... The Stormtide Commander starts off in in the campaign kind of being like a little bit better version than any of the generics for their corresponding mm-hmm. factions. And as you go through the campaign, they level up and they gain new abilities and they they actually have talent trees that you get to pick from oh, nice. similar okay. to like a ah. like a RPG like an online RPG you might play. So if you want your um your guy to be, you know, a, a sniper rifle you know, wielder or somebody that is, um, you know, uses, you know, magic powers and uh, laser swords. Um, <laughs> that is totally a thing you could do if you wanted to be a sniper that uses uh, magic powers. Like, that's also in the cards. Like, it's very modular and that, like, you can pick different uh, abilities from each tree and blend them together and really build a character that is unique to you. And to say, too, those models, those are very high quality models, too. Is that correct? Yeah. So um, we actually partnered with Skullforge Studios on that. So um, Skullforge did the design for them. Um, We kind of told them, hey, this is what we're thinking. We're looking for um, some maybe faction generic you know, you could use these <laughs> right. any of these commanders in whatever faction. Um, there's one that looks very uh, authoritative, and one that looks maybe more insurgency. But um, you, de- <laughs> you, you definitely who, can tell? who could tell? <laughs> um, but the authoritative one definitely could be used in maybe some sort of um, republic type setting, or in the you know insurgent right. one could could be too so um it's it's very you can you can figure out which model you each want to use and then you build your characters and you kind of go from there will you've purchased a couple of things from skull forge haven't you i have i've purchased a few of their stls they are they always look really good. very nice yeah very that's nice awesome. that's some, yeah, they, that's they some look really really stuff. nice and i always mm-hmm. like y'all's always has good design for all your graphic art and everything for anything that's fifth trooper always looks really really awesome like i know y'all have those order tokens and everything that it's just always is entertaining to see what's going to come out next and exciting to see what's going to come out next so uh, it's nice yeah. to have this done and it's not just saying okay here's a, a word document that we made together in google docs right <laughs> and read this and good luck and just use your imagination whereas like okay here's some gorgeous artwork 
alongside this carefully crafted narrative. There's a ton of art pieces in all of these boxes. You know, there are um, nine command cards in the opening box, um, three for each division. Uh, Each, all of those cards have their own unique art. Um, As you can imagine, as you maybe like explore the world of Stormtide, maybe you'll find upgrades Mm. um, that you might find due to the mission parameters or or whatnot that maybe get permanently added to your battle roster and um all of these cards have art that we've kind of meticulously poured a lot of time into um it's been a little bit enlightening as a as a developer on my side to see wow you know uh putting the rules and stuff together is uh, almost a little bit easier at least from a time consumption perspective than getting all the art together Sure. So I've got to ask, I mean, this is a lot of balancing to go on to make sure these Stormtide commanders aren't overpowered when you go out through these gaps. Sure, you you, you play tested with somebody other than Tim, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so very, and I am one of those people that I do like to blame as a play tester group when things are little, seem a little OP. Who would do I've that? I've looked at that list. I've read them out loud on our own podcast of those to go looking for for blame. So. I think we edited that out, Ben. We just didn't want that to be a thing. <laughs> oh, I definitely read all of those out loud. <laughs> so I think one of the things that people should keep in mind when doing this is, is yes, I worked on this. I'm a competitive Legion player. We were looking to make it balanced. Um, when it comes to something like an RPG element where we're building characters that um, kind of scale modularly, like there's going to be some combinations that are just kind of better <laughs> than others. You know, right, um, right. That's, that's kind of unavoidable. In any game, right? Um, there's always a thing that is best, I, you know, and I would encourage people to kind of keep that in mind when, you know, looking at the character specifically. But overall, I feel like the abilities are pretty balanced. Um, are you, is it one of the things that we did with this is that the Stormtide commanders themselves don't actually have command cards. We give you divisional command cards that they use mm. instead. And the reason for that is it would be very difficult <laughs> to build a command card that is balanced uh, that a, say, a sniper or a magic wielder uh, could both use, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> like, like right. it's either... It sense. Yeah, it's either really powerful... For one and weak for the other is just like not very good overall. And so we kind of chose to go a more generic command card route, at least for this first box. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. I mean, and I love the idea because, you know, you put great models in the box and that's also fantastic. But if you've been watching the Bad Batch, I'm now in love with a four foot eleven Trandoshan. So <laughs> if I want to put her on the table. Yeah. I want to put her on the table. You, you totally can. can. Yes. Yeah, you know, one of the things I uh, I always wanted to put the Doctor from Doctor Who in one of my Legion armies, nice. and yeah. so that might be, you know, Matt, Matt Smith might be, you know, rolling around as my. If he's wearing a bow tie. Commander. I can't shoot him. Ex- so. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, you know, I I think at the end of the day, what I'm hoping people will take from this kind of initial like build your battle force, build your commander, and like spec them out is yeah. you get to build an army that like has a background and backstory and you get to really make it your own. It was a really sweet, like full Geonosian army. I saw the other day on Facebook and like, like I'm talking like there was a bunch of dudes with wings and like all of the models were clearly custom. And I was just like, wouldn't it be great if there was a space in this game where that could exist and you feel, you know, cause you can't really take that to a tournament. Um, right. Right. 
and and so this is this is a place where a hobby an awesome hobby thing like that can actually live and and kind of thrive yeah it seems to embrace a lot more of the hobby aspect of like the concept of like your dudes right which is something Mm -hmm. i learned through warhammer of like really having a more personalized unit or group that is more your own creation. And I think this can allow for that a lot easier than perhaps standard Legion. Well, I'm excited to see it. Part of the painting, uh, when your models are your models, like I know Tim's models from a distance on a table. I know Will's models from a distance. You know what my rebels look like by comparison. Uh Um, it, it, It does have that feel, but that personalization, I think, is what gives it that extra touch for those RPG players who are really kind of want to have best of both worlds kind of thing. I love it. Yeah. This is coming from people who all of us have played both Legion and these RPGs that you're kind of mentioning. Like that's, that's right up our alley. That's what we've done before. So Exactly. Yeah. It kind of fits. Yeah. I'm really hoping that, you know, people are feeling good about this and invested in it. Uh, once, once they kind of get a box deep, I think something like this, I think on its surface level can sometimes feel a little scary. You're like, Oh, I'm committing to this, like, you know, multi product line where, it's kind of a narrative and you have to play through multiple purchases in order to, to kind of see it through. But I think, I think once people do play the first box, they're just going to be like, Oh, I am hooked. I want the rest, you know? And, um, well, and also you said you're splitting it with a friend, right? So that helps with costs as well. Yeah. So each one of these boxes is going to be $30 plus shipping. So, um, basically you know it's 15 dollars a person plus shipping it's yeah. it's basically a world of warcraft the so, uh, world of warcraft subscription yeah um, but way more interesting <laughs> but for legion right. for for like for like the hobby that we all put all this time into right you know and not that like world of warcraft is a fine game and people can play it but <laughs> one of the challenges that we had when we were doing this is like what is the right price point right we put a lot of i mean i can confidently say we've put easily just between me and jay we've put probably two thousand hours of work into this sure that might be being conservative you know um and there's obviously a lot of uh, material products in these boxes from tokens to cards to minis to booklets to you know absolutely um all that sort of stuff so i feel like the price point is good um overall i think that's about as cheap as we can make it and kind of still make it high quality yeah 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 right sure there's there's that cross point yeah so when can when I mean can for two miniatures in a box? That's not bad. Yeah, and that's just to start. You know, who knows? Right. Who knows who's next? Well, that's you, all that's confirmed. You know, but we don't know. <laughs> right. We, I, I do know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we the people, the the plebeians down here. But we are. I'm excited for it. So when can we be looking forward to this? You said August. Yeah. So we're looking to be shipping by mid August. So we'll probably start shipping at the beginning of August. Uh, by the time people hear this, pre-orders will be live on Stormtide the fifth trooper.com um Ooh. where you can probably uh when we're recording this it's only a splash site with a countdown on it but once once the, this recording is live you'll um be able to see uh a beautiful site that jay has put together um and once the boxes actually start shipping there will be forums there will be all sorts of stuff that kind of go along with that um online component of leaderboards and things like that um there's also uh, a discord channel on the legion discord server that um got put up recently uh stormtide tft it is under the creative section so you can always go there and chat with people about it yeah well that's Awesome. awesome thank you for coming on and telling us about that i'm 
I'm really excited to give it a shot and and break it out and oh. see how bad my commander is, but still able to beat Ben somehow. You know? Absolutely. I mean, as much grief as we give you all, but it's always out of love. I mean, I'm really excited for this idea. Yeah. And this is definitely something I can see, you know, if I don't have a lot of time or I'm not feeling super competitive because, you know, yeah. I, like Tim, have lost nine out of my last 12 games. Listen, that's not then, what the you know, numbers can, say, but I okay. can play in this realm. I can play in this realm. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's super fun. I hope you guys will, uh, you know, play, play it and enjoy it. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I look know, forward to subbing in when Tim's games against Ben's have to get rescheduled so much that he calls it quits and I get to play it's in Ben's place. <laughs> wait, be wait, great. which one of us is rescheduling? Either one of us is highly likely to have to reschedule, to be it's, fair. Right. Yeah. Close. <laughs> Tim and I are both going back to school. We'll just that's play by Okay. Yeah. So the two, of you, you, the two of you can do that together then. I'll, yeah, so I'll we, find we buy partner. the box, we give it to you and Seneca, and we fine. Right. Excellent. We'll Second-handed, yeah. yeah. Exactly. We'll still support <laughs> Well, thank you, for, thank you for coming on. Uh, if anyone wants yeah. to, to find Mr. Mike here, he is on the Fifth Trooper Network. He is on, what's the official title? Is it Legion After Dark on the Patreon? Yeah, it's it's After Dark. After Dark uh, now? On the Patreon, okay. yep. And then also, of course, on Notorious Scoundrels. Yeah, and if uh, you want to berate me about something that I said on notorious scoundrels uh feel free to dm me on discord i, I won't promise i'll respond um yeah but, but when you say things like r2 isn't that great we have we got words for you that's all i, I still okay. i still sort of stand by that i think r2 yeah. is a bit of a crutch um but that's something else altogether ooh, ooh, but if it's a crutch that ooh, works until well, you go to an event I, that's and a play whole other segment that we could have there about how wrong you are <laughs> anyway. I, I love by how the wrong you are but also i love the direction of your wrongness sir. yeah I like this. yeah yeah it's a bold um, new flavor i definitely i i know our opinions differ on this subject um <laughs> okay oh see i think he's bad ethically not not actually in gameplay but <laughs> the ethics of legion is one of our many topics yes, yeah. right right <laughs> But yes, thank you for for coming on and and speaking with us. Yeah, thank you for having me, and I, I appreciate it. But slower. Yeah. Say it slower. Let's Tim, go. put your shirt back on. Put your shirt back on. A man should not rub his nipples quite that hard. God. God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. No, if you got if you got to finish, Tim, go ahead. Ben, we'll wait. Ben, you're embarrassing I, me in front out. of my friends. Boom, 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 All right. Four boxes of tissues later. Oh, Jesus Christ! Come back ben. to the podcast. Pulled together. Just because you had to leave your Mexican food doesn't mean you can just get away with this. Jesus Christ. All right. I'm the man who edits this. Of course, I, I can get away with it. <laughs>